What's up to all my freelancers and creatives? This is Nathan with another episode of Traffic Talk. This is the show where you ask questions and I give you direct answers to those questions all while on my daily commute, driving through the dangerous city of Houston, Texas, weaving through traffic. As you saw by the episode title, um, going to dive into a question that I also saw on Reddit talking about raising your rates. And it seems like this person uh, wants their rate to be higher uh, and they're nervous about it. But let's learn a little bit more about the request that the person has or the question that the person's wondering. So here it is, and it says uh, this is from Reddit user Medium White. Need advice about raising my hourly fee. And just to give you some context, here's a little more. I'm a 25-year-old communication designer living in NYC. I've been working with a small tech company for 15 months with a $35 an hour rate. Since I graduated seven months ago, my time and responsibilities in the company has increased. They started part-time, maybe they moved to full-time. In addition to branding and publication design, I've taken lead on UI, mobile and web, as well as illustration and video editing every once in a while. Considering the high living costs, nearly 30% tax rate, I, the fact that I completed graduation, I have higher experience compared to just a year ago, um, is it reasonable to ask for an increase of my hourly rate to $50 an hour? So that's the context of the question. So basically what the person is really getting at is they live in New York. New York is expensive, especially compared to Texas. Um, New York is expensive. They've been working there for a little over a year and they have a lot more experience and their job title is just expanding. It's just getting uh, more and more higher with that. So that's what they're wondering. So really, um, there's, there's two things here to really consider. One, the first thing that you're really wondering about is your job now has an expanding scope. And what I mean by that is your job responsibilities and your job duties have grown significantly, but you're still getting paid the exact same thing. So that's the first thing that's happening. The second thing that's happening is um, you recognize that regardless of that fact, you know, you are a little more experienced. And because you are more experienced and maybe better and quicker and faster, um, and like you said, you're taking on more projects, perhaps you deserve an increase in pay. So those are the two things that are going on. The one thing that about your question that I do not like is you cited New York tax rate and some other external factors as reasons why you feel you need to earn more money or ask for more money. Now, maybe you were just asking us, uh, the readers of the question, maybe you were just asking us and giving us some context on a reason why you need to be paid more but external factors about tax rates in the city and cost of living have nothing to do with the company that you work for. So if you are going to talk to somebody about getting an increase in pay on your job, do not bring those up whatsoever in terms of what you're asking for. Focus on the work that you do. Don't bring up all those other things um, that you have no control over or the company 
has no control over. Only focus on what you have control over. So focus only on what you have control over. And that brings me to this, um, what I mentioned earlier. You have to find out what's important to your company and focus on the two things I mentioned earlier, your job responsibilities and duties or your experience, right? So your company has to pay you based on one of those. Maybe you have more experience in the field or maybe it's your job titles and responsibilities. Find out which is more important to your company because there are some companies that are built up to where seniority rules. The longer you're there, the more you get paid and that's just how it is. There's some other companies, they don't care how long you've been there, your job title and your job responsibilities drive what they pay you. But regardless of anything I just mentioned about um, how your company is set up, the fact of the matter is you're doing more work than you were in the beginning. So what I would recommend to you is you are going to have to have a conversation about getting more pay, but you have to show someone or prove to somebody that you're worth being paid more and also that the fact that if they give you an increase in pay, it'll be an increase in uh, job responsibilities or increase in productivity or whatever you want to say. So first things first is think about everything you've done in the calendar year and write it down, whether it's a different skill, whether it's something new you've learned, whether it's classes you've taken, um, projects that you had for the company, campaigns that you built, write everything down that you did in the entire year, okay? Because you're going to need this as evidence to show that you're producing work. Um, to take it a level deeper, if you can write down everything you've done in a calendar year and show some results from the work that you did, that would even be better. You could say, look, I created a video. This video went viral online. I designed some UI. Um, and in the past, the conversion rate was uh, maybe 2%. But after you redesigned the UI, it bumped up to 5%, right? And then you just calculate the percent increased. So write down everything you did and to go deeper, show some results. So you can say, I enjoy working here. I like working here. I am producing, not only am I producing, but the work I'm producing is getting results. And even if I don't know something like video, I learn it, I add it to my set of skills and the video goes viral. So that's one half, writing down everything you've done in the calendar year and showing results. Uh, I have a video I created um, for the podcast, Freelance Jumpstart TV, and I talk about case studies. If you follow that layout for your work productivity in a year, it's the same thing. You're building a case study to show that you deserve or giving you a raise is a smart decision. So that's one thing. All of that is one thing, just making your case. Uh, the second half of it centers around showing that giving you a raise is a smart decision because you are less expensive than other people comparatively. And what I mean by that is, I don't want you to get too caught up in the comparison game, but find something that you did. That's why I mentioned make case studies and write down what you've done in a year, but find something you've done and find work that an agency has done that is very similar 
to the work you've done. And you could use that as an anchoring point. Here's an example. So let's say you uh, redid the UI, because I know you mentioned that in your question. You know, you reassess the UI and you can find a company that does user experience or user interface. And you can ask them or look at a maybe a project in their case study and try to find out what they have charged their clients, right? And you can say, look, the work I've done for you, I produced it, it's up on the website, it's actually, you know, has a return on investment. If an agency was to do this same work for you, they would end up charging you um, $20,000, right? Something like that. Um, and you can maybe use that to compare and show that you're doing work, but even if the company went with an agency, it would just cost them more money. So them giving you a raise is a smart decision because you actually want to work there. You already know the company's expectation. They don't have to re-onboard you, re-teach you, um, meet with you multiple times or anything like that. Uh, they don't need to do any of that. All they need to do is kind of cast vision and you'll put in the work. So that's one thing. Uh, and if they were to hire an agency, they'd have to meet with them, teach them. The agency would have to learn. There'd be all these meetings, there'd be these fees, and they would be more than likely astronomically higher. So you can show on both ends, not only am I getting better and my work is producing results, but even if you give me a raise, it is a cheaper option than hiring an external agency or an external person because you've already proven yourself. So those are the two sides of it. You know, again, make a case study of your entire year and show that you produce results. And I'll put the link in the description to the case study video. And the other half of it is if you can find an agency that has done something similar to the work you've done to the company, show them it's a smart decision while doing that. Um, lastly, schedule a meeting. Schedule a meeting and say you just want to talk about um, you know, your work or your review. Hopefully you have an annual review. If not, just ask to have a review to talk about your work. Um, and if you're going in the right direction with the company, try to schedule that meeting and have that with your manager or whomever you need to, to help you decide uh, pay and increase in salary and things like that. So schedule that meeting and in the meeting, it's like a presentation. You're presenting what you did over the past year and showing them the case of giving you a raise is the smartest decision. One final caveat, which is this, you have to be prepared for anything that happens. What happens if you do all of this work and they say no? They're not going to give you a raise right now. What are you going to do? Are you going to stay with the company or are you going to leave? Uh, secondarily, you have to be ready. What if you make this presentation and the people say, wow, you know, this person, man, they, they really do got skills. Maybe they're about to leave us. Maybe they don't need us anymore. Maybe they're just going to find another place to go. Uh, so, yeah, that is true. Maybe you'll bring up pay and they'll have some anxiety about your future at the company now hopefully you know if they're a smart company they'll see you have value you want to work there and um, you're deserving of the raise if if if, the, if you present it right and it makes sense but if the company is just not in a good position to give out raises maybe overall 
they haven't made as much money. Uh, you don't know the condition of the company, so maybe regardless of what you do, they're not going to give you a raise, at least at this time. You have to be prepared to make the best decision for you and your family. Maybe it is time to look elsewhere, because if you think about it, if you keep working at this company for the same rate and they're not going to give you a raise, you're just going to keep doing the same overwhelming amount of work with no increase. So as you do this process of summarizing your full year of work and comparing your work to agencies and the pricing behind that, as you start doing all those things, you might also want to, you know, apply to other places and see if there's any other offers. Maybe there is a company that uh, will pay you exactly what you want to get paid, but you know, it's not a whole bunch of more work. Uh, maybe it's just more specific work that you enjoyed, right? So you also have to be open, open to that option because it might happen. It, you may do all this work and they don't give you a raise. What are you going to do? So yeah, something to think about. But yeah, that's all we have time for today. Uh, you know, my commute is pretty much over. I'm here. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm going to continually answer uh, as many questions as I can. Uh, I enjoy this format. It allows me to answer questions on a daily basis and be productive with my time. So any other questions that you have around pricing, uh, I'll put that in the description below. I have other episodes I've done on pricing, on raising your rate, on doing value-based pricing, on hourly pricing, right? And how to do that and how to change it when you're working with a different client. So I have a whole series on that. I'll paste that in the description as well. You can check that out and I'll link to it and just go deeper on that front. Pricing is always something that's tricky because everyone has vastly different views about it. Companies have a different view about it. Individuals have a different view. Agencies have a different view. Freelancers have a different view. And not one person's view is right. So as an individual, again, you just have to decide what is best for you at the given time. Because the one thing I can definitely say that I've experienced is you may be working somewhere and maybe you're getting paid something, if you break it down per hourly, like you said, it's 35 an hour. But when they work with an agency, when you break it down per hour, it's $100. Sometimes that's just how it is, right? And you have to ask yourself, what is best for you? What are you looking for? And what is the best option? Uh, maybe after this company, you become a freelancer and being a freelancer on your own. Uh, I don't know if this is a client of yours or, um, you know, or you just work there as an employee, but maybe you become a freelancer and you just start working with different companies at the rate you want. Who knows? But yeah, pricing is tricky, but pricing is a process. It's something that we all have to go through. But yeah, that's it for this day. Yeah.